0: And welcome back, everybody, to the freaking awesome podcast, and this is episode 40. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> let's, let's kill that base, head. All right. Let's do this. I'm on the air. We on the air. We got this pockets flow. It's me and Tony on the mics. We got to let you know of current events, little gaming, sprinkling, some entertainment. We stay humble, but our mom still thinks we're famous. Turn up the bass and baby, maybe let that magic flow. Our spoken word is all the things you really want to know. Having a good time on the show, t and Maddie G. Tune in and hit subscribe and join us on the FAP.
1: Welcome, everybody, to the Freakin' Awesome Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Bose, and sitting virtually across from me is my co-host, Maddie G.
0: Hey, hey, hey. How
1: we doing today, Maddie?
0: Oh, not too shabby. Still, uh, you know, just avoiding contact with anybody other than my family.
1: I wow, It's weird, you know, because, I mean, we end up spending so much time together that I, I, I should just move in. We're still practically family. I mean, I'm not carrying any cooties or germs anymore, so...
0: Yeah, but I get to be the big spoon. Oh,
1: no, that doesn't work for me. Sorry. <laughs> no, <laughs> That's don't. it. We're, we're we're still apart from each other. <laughs> well, yeah. today, uh we have and it's really good to have you back. I, I missed you on the last show. Uh we're we're very very fortunate enough today to have uh, a a wonderful gentleman uh, amongst our myths, uh, is an actor He's very most famously known as uh, the uh, Tim Allen's sidekick on Home Improvement. Uh, or a co-host is, is the way I would like to see that uh, show. Uh, he's done various, various uh, movies from um, a lot of the, uh, the buddy movies, a lot of uh, home specials, Christmas specials, lots of TV comedies. Uh, he's got a lot of uh, upcoming projects, it looks like, including an animation. We have uh, Richard Carn on the show. Richard, thank you very much for joining us.
2: Well, thank you very much. Uh, it was really fun.
1: really excited to have you on. Uh you know, as grow, uh, uh, someone growing up uh, through the whole home improvement period. Um you know, it, it's as funny as as Tim Allen was through all that, I was I was more of an Al Borland fan. You know, <laughs> not to mention you had wonderful no, Al, face armor. You had a great beard.
0: <laughs> he does have a great I beard. I did. Yeah.
2: Uh, and which was really uh, kind of interesting because it was a Disney show and uh, for whatever reason disney didn't really like beards on their employees, really, you know, like people that would work at Disney World or Disneyland, or yeah there wasn 't a lot of beards going on, so I was kind of um you
1: know' on, on the forefront of that you were the one exception to the rule of breaking grounds for bearded men everywhere
2: <laughs>
1: I was That's I was well
2: you know it was that it was that time it was yeah there 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 were a lot of things going on about men, yes.
1: Yes, for sure. You know, it was uh, one thing I love about the show, and it was super amazing because, as much as uh, you know, everything revolved around Tim Allen and his family. Uh, you know, the fact remains is we have a main character who has a has a tool show who who wouldn't who probably could not get by if it wasn't for your character on the show.
0: <laughs> well,
2: <laughs> I you know he can get he could get by, but. Uh, <laughs> You know, it it wouldn't have been as cleanly. If he had but to build a house for his
1: way. family, I don't think it would hold up over top of them. <laughs> <laughs> no, not <Yeah>. at all. <laughs> exactly. So, but, um, you know, it was, it was a wonderful uh, show. A lot of uh, amazing characters that started off there. Um, I think we, wasn't there even, um, oh boy, what was her name from Baywatch? Um, Pam Anderson? Pam Anderson started on the show, didn't she?
2: Well, now or, she's a, a fellow countryman. Yeah. You know, she... She grew up in a little a little uh, town on Vancouver Island. I think it was like oh gosh, um Silva Bay or something okay. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's one person we'd love Smith. to have on the I think show here. Yeah. Smith. Yep. She's uh, quite quite a history, uh quite an, an interesting character as as a person, let alone as uh, an actress in the, the numerous uh, different types of roles she's done. So um so uh, without further ado maybe we can uh, get into our news Maddie you want to
0: kick it off Absolutely all right so the the first <laughs> the first article i have is uh California city official resigns after tossing cat and guzzling beer on a zoom call So <laughs> what? dude the whole world's going crazy now <laughs> everybody's working from home and it's just every every time i turn on the news it's it's getting crazier and crazier something uh, so a planning official from uh, Vallejo, California, mm-hmm. uh, is in the doghouse after uh, being seen tossing his cat and drinking beer during the teleconference call last week. According to a news source, uh, Chris Platsert has resigned from his position on the Vallejo Planning Commission stemming uh, from the incidents during a Zoom meeting uh, with planning officials on April 20th. The online meeting was held to discuss a development project, uh, which would include the building of a Costco, close to 200 homes, a commercial complex, and 5.7 acres of open space. Uh, During the virtual meeting, meowing could be heard in the background before Placer holds up his cat in front of the camera, and he goes, I want to introduce my cat, and then just flings it. Like, just just sends it flying. So he was aware he was on camera when it happened. (laughs) Yes! OK, so, <laughs> and, uh, so, I thought maybe he
1: was like was one of those
0: things that, oh, I didn't realize we we're on camera. But uh, wow, he actually. No, opened, wow. OK. Yeah. dude I watched the video. I had to. And wow. there was like there was like five or six people in the Zoom call. Right. Yeah. And uh, so the guy's pounding beer. And then <laughs> apparently he was like making like random remarks too during it. Like he was like, I'm going to call I'm going to call bullshit on you little bitches. Like he was just <laughs> he was saying random shit on the call. <laughs> And so, like, I'm laughing at this point, right? And uh, so anyways, basically, he resigned as they were saying that in a few days they were going to vote him out, like, vote him off the council anyways.
1: Okay. Okay. So, so this this was maybe an open thing based of all all his uh, what was going on on the camera. They're like, you know what, we're we're done with you, chucklehead.
0: And he's yeah, just think, like, That's I, fine, that I like quit. That, the final straw, right? <laughs> okay. And uh, yep. So, well, he wanted I to guess... go out
2: with a bang. He he wanted to be known for going out <laughs> throwing a cat.
0: I was going to say you it know? sounds like the cat Get went out with a more bang. Bang for your buck that way. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Wow. Well, you if know. you're going to go out, you might as well go out as a complete ass. <laughs>
0: yeah, like, like, if I wow. explaining that to your wife, like, how why'd you lose your job, Chris? Ah, shotgunned a beer through my cat. Yeah, that's <laughs> weird. Wow. Yep, yeah. so he later apologized. Well, what he
2: probably that, would but... say is, he probably says, I have no idea.
1: Yeah, <laughs> let's be honest, he's not going to say what the real truth is <laughs> until it's now yeah. gone viral, the guy's in which case oblivious. he's totally busted. Yeah. <laughs> Richard wow. sounds like he
0: knows politicians.
1: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> he knows about the game, how it goes. <laughs> wow. Well, well, we have politicians down here that just talk and talk
2: and talk, and they don't realize that people are listening. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Yep. There's there's a few out there that seem to just talk. And and sometimes we hope that maybe they're hoping people aren't listening. (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) Well, well, half of the people are listening with one point of view and the other half are listening with a different point of view. Yeah. And so the same thing is being interpreted two different ways.
1: Yes. (laughs) Oh, it's interesting. The two sides of a coin in politics. Um, my yeah. first article. So I've 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 got COVID nineteen news, and um, this is uh, Indonesia locks virus violators in a haunted house. <laughs> yep. So okay. <laughs> yep. So um, basically, in um, uh, Sragen, uh, Indonesia, fed up with people. Of breaking the virus quarantine rules, one Indo- Indonesian politician has decided to scare rule breakers straight by locking them in haunted houses. So what's happened is the the head uh, politician of this area has basically an, an issued an unusual um, edict that this week to deal with the influx of people uh, in the area with the lockdowns that they're taking the rule breakers and they're, they're finding local areas that have uh haunted houses or or um that are well known for being like strange going ons and he's preying on their their cultures um uh superstitions mm-hmm. uh, and and they're, they're because they're they're quite superstitious about like evil things and spirits and what things and they're locking people into these houses to basically ca- scare them straight now five people have been tossed into these spooky jails so far um, but they basically have gone on the record stating that uh, if there's uh, any empty and haunted houses in the villages, we're going to put people in there and lock them up. Uh, if anything happens while they're in there, well, that's just what happens. <laughs> <I> <laughs> so love it. basically, wow. if they make it out and they're scared straight, um, then, then they've learned their lesson. And God forbid, if there's anything <laughs> actually happens in the house, record. well, they deserved it for breaking the rule. <laughs> So that, uh,
2: that's both cruel and unhuman.
1: Yeah, and very unusual punishment, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, yeah, so it's very uh, interesting that, uh, you know, a lot of people, I I would just be like, you know what? Yeah, we've got a, a haunted house in our neighborhood. It it's just happens to be the old Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> just, you know, go in there, make some pizzas, hang out and play video games all day. <laughs> See, people had to be yeah. smart about this before they break the rule.
0: It's creative.
1: Yeah, it truly is. Yeah. Well, that's one way of, you know, why fill the jail cells and why put them back home? They're going to break out. Stick them
0: somewhere. They're uncomfortable. Speaking of creative punishment, this is a bit nerdy, but um, I was, so I I play uh, Call of Duty with with friends, right? Online. Mm -hmm. Uh, And um, so there's, for the PC players and the Xbox and PlayStation players can all play together. And uh, so... What they they noticed that PC players were able to hack the game to have an aimbot, so you would automatically get headshots. Uh-huh. And so, rather than banning those people, Activision basically puts a special queue out for all the cheaters and makes the cheaters play against each other.
1: Oh. I'm like, that is so
0: awesome. <laughs> That's I mean, a great wish, idea, right? And yeah. so now everybody, yeah, everybody's cheating, and it's so it's, it takes sucks the fun right out of the game. Yep. You know what I mean? I love it.
1: I love it. It's Very creative. It, it's good, actually. My idea of something like that would be that that the um, you know Activision or something like that would actually like paint them so that no matter where you are going, you could see them on the target or through the map, and then uh, that people the could just like letter. yeah, and then people <laughs> could just hunt them down and take them out. But uh, I like it. I yeah, like it. I like that idea too. So you gotta gotta teach cheater some way.
0: Yeah, yeah, right on. What else have you got, Maddie? Um, I, this one's interesting. Um, so $500,000 rock, paper, scissors bet ruled invalid in Quebec court. So this is, uh, this is Canadian news. (laughs) Okay. Um, so a $500,000 debt incurred from three games of rock, paper, scissors is invalid. Uh, the Quebec court of appeal has ruled. Uh, Edmund Mark Hooper, the unfortunate loser uh, of the classic hand game, took out a mortgage on his house to pay off the debt, uh, a fact that was acknowledged in a notarized contract. But the Superior Court canceled the mortgage for a 2017 decision, which was appealed by Michael Primo, who bet Hooper in the uh, rock-paper-scissors game and won $517,000 wager. Primo told the court the best of three games took place in January 2011. Rebecca Law stipulates that for a wagering contract to be valid, it must be relevant to activities requiring only skill or bodily exertion on the part of the parties rather than chance. Wait a minute. That – have you ever played rock paper scissors? That's totally physical and skill. Okay, well, well, it, it kind of touches on that. I'm getting okay. That. So, and the second piece was the wager must not be excessive.
1: Oh, okay, yep, totally.
0: um, which is totally subjective, right? With inflation, I mean, 500k—that's like what 30,000 US. <laughs> you know, honestly,
1: who even makes a wager for a half a million dollars?
0: <laughs> So anyway, like I feel um, like if
1: this guy is is willing to like put a mortgage in or a second mortgage down on his house to pay off a five hundred thousand dollar debt, you you have to have way more than that. Then you are going to turn around and say, "I'll bet you five hundred thousand dollars. I'll beat you in rock paper scissors," or
0: or you, or you just keep betting <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> on other things. You, you know what?
1: You've got a serious gambling addiction. If that's the case,
0: yeah, that's a real problem. <laughs> okay, so. um so uh, long story short is that the, the judge after realizing that not only was that $517,000 considered excessive, uh, which covers the first part of the law, they're saying that um, although there is elements of skill, it's also he- heavily up to chance. So, that, so it was basically thrown out of, of court. Yeah. Um, from what I can see though –
2: Well, if the guy lost that much money, it doesn't sound like there was
1: much chance. (laughs) Right. No. No. I got to tell you, like, yeah, I I kind of, I don't feel bad for this guy at all because that has got to be the stupidest bet I've ever seen in my life. But uh, I bet you he's got the biggest sigh of relief now that he's not in debt for an additional $500,000, so.
0: I want to know, like, the betting that happened before this bet. Right. How did it get to this point? How did it you know I mean? escalate <laughs> to 500000 Because I mentioned there's crazy really? shit leading up to that. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, people well, there, start off with five
1: a,
2: bucks. an official name for this game, right? Isn't there an official name for Rock, Paper, Scissors? Isn't it, like, uh, something Rambo? Um... Uh, Rochambeau. Oh, is
0: that what Rochambeau was? Rochambeau. Yeah. Yeah, what yeah. I always thought Rochambeau
1: you know. is when you like kick someone in the groin, and and then <laughs> then you did you that's after from they're South done. Park,
0: I just had this argument the other day. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so
1: so South Park has turned Rochambeau into a groin kicking game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> and whoever passes out first loses. <laughs> I kind of liked Rochambeau as uh, that. It sounded more goodness That sounds more like
2: Wow.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, my
1: goodness. Well, no news is complete without some Florida news. Oh, God. Yep. So uh, today's article from Florida is, A welcome mat at Florida home seeks warrant, and deputies did. So in Palm Coast, Florida, a welcome mat at the front of a door in a Florida home read, Come back with a warrant. And that's just what the deputies did before finding drugs, drug paraphernalia inside. Uh, the Daytona Beach News uh, Journal reposted the, the or sorry reported that the home in Palm Coast was uh, part of an investigation into legal drugs. After seeing the doormat, authorities said that the, um, uh, the Flagler Clown County Sheriff's Office got the warrant and um and basically approached them to find drug paraphernalia inside during their regular search. The um the poison peddler, as they quoted, uh, had a doormat that said, "Come back with a warrant." Yeah, so we did. Uh, our detectives did a great job following up on tips received from the residents, and uh, we still have some follow up work to do. But now that the deadly drugs and syringes were seized off the uh, are now off the streets, so really funny that um. It, 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 you know, this goes back to, um, you know, when uh, what was the, we had an article not too too long ago uh, with the uh, the drugs inside of a vehicle, and it was it was practically practically screaming like, oh, that was it was the bag of drugs in the back of the seat of that was uh, back seat of the car that was labeled bag of drugs.
0: Yeah. Do you remember that one?
1: Yeah. Yeah, Uh, that was I don't know, it was like 10 or 15 episodes ago. And uh, this was just (laughs) as bad. If you've got if you've got a mat on your doorstep step that says come back with a warrant, there's a good chance that you're doing something you shouldn't be. Right? Yeah. Uh... I I mean, you're asking for it at this point. So uh, it's obviously clearly only something a Florida resident would do.
2: (laughs) Plus, you're not getting
1: a warning. You know, you're not you're not getting the warning that they are going to come back with a warrant. Yeah, so you can't even clean up your stuff. Like you've you've basically exactly. screwed yourself. <laughs> oh, you know, man. so that's that's super funny. You know, uh, <laughs> I get you get you know, no no doubt in hindsight, someone's just like, we probably shouldn't have put that
0: mat out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was what did it. (laughs)
1: Oh, goodness.
0: It wasn't the chain of meth heads coming out of the building (laughs) possibly.
1: Well, at least it wasn't the lady who was uh, wearing meth in her hair in a bow.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. I remember that article, too.
1: (laughs) Ah, Florida, you just keep bringing us gold.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, thank you, Florida. Yep. So, Richard,
1: let's turn things over to you and uh, talk about what you've been up to lately. Uh, I mean, well, I've been uh,
2: I've been cleaning the house.
1: Basically. Yeah, I was going to say, given COVID nineteen, maybe not as much. But uh, you've got uh, a few, um, uh, actually, several uh, pieces that you've been on uh, recently that are in post production, uh, including a movie with uh, one of our past guests. Um, and the movie is Locker Forty Two. We had oh, Patrick um, Carney on I'll... our show not too long ago.
2: Okay, well, they haven't even started. I, um... we we talked about doing it it's uh, yeah it's all in pre-production and and so we'll we'll see where that goes with it it's it's very kind of an interesting story you know how to tell the story in in bits and pieces so that's kind of cool
1: okay
2: um when this whole thing came down i was in the middle of filming the the second and third uh, seasons of a show called pen 15 Mm -hmm. which is on hulu and um Literally, we we filmed a scene and then we cut for lunch, and we were going to come back after lunch to finish, you know, different um, different parts of the same scene. And uh, they shut us down. Oh Wow! So we are uh, we're, we're waiting for that.
1: It's really funny that that, that, and, that pen fifteen comes up because when I was doing uh, looking at your IMDb, when I saw it, I thought it said penis. And I was like, "Well, what kind of show is well, he doing it for feels. this?" <laughs> yeah, I know. So I had to look at a little bit further through what it was Karen, about.
0: Straight to porn, I love it. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> well, you know, it's it's seventh
2: grade. It's seventh grade humor. The the, the show is about kids in seventh grade, and okay. I play yeah. one of the dads. So uh, no, it, they're very good, and they got um, they got an Emmy last year, or an Emmy nomination for writing. Okay, which is pretty interesting, you know. There's a lot of product out there, and these guys were able to be noti- uh, noticed so quickly.
1: That's fantastic, yeah. Um, so one of the other pre-production shows is uh, you're, you're, Y'all Are Family, so it looks like a new animation. So you're, you're going to be playing a voice in one of these characters?
2: Well, no, it, it's actually it's not anima- animation. It's um, uh, a friend of ours, actually somebody that worked with my wife years ago, to put together this, this um, composite of his family and his uh, life partner's family that lived down in Louisiana and, and um, they're just writing all of these different characters that, that he grew up with and they grew up with and, and um, put it all together. So y'all are family is just kind of an extended uh, uh, kind of webisode. Oh, okay. And we've already, we've done a couple of of things on our own phones. We've filmed ourselves at, at our house and then set it in and they edit it and There'll be a whole, you know, early um, coronavirus kind of episodes where it's all on uh, FaceTime and Zoom.
1: Oh, right on. So this is this is wonderful because this is something that you can continue doing uh, well. Everybody's in lockdown, and uh, I actually I kind of like the idea of this because everything's on hold for the most part, given what's going on. So if someone finds a way of actually being able to produce something and everybody shoots from their own phone or their own home or something, like it would be actually quite interesting to see what people can come up with.
2: <laughs> yeah. Although, you know, down here we're crossing all sorts of union lines because there's no, you know, we need teamsters and IATSE I and yeah. and uh <laughs> you know, the whole thing if you want to stay union, but Yes. Um,
1: well, couldn't ah, you just have a union member you know, come this, in and set up a tripod in your house you're like, "Okay, we're good now."
2: <laughs> that's right. Yep. You just, you know, just stand there and and go, "Okay, go ahead." Yep.
1: <laughs> you're safe. That's right. Put put on the mask, stand back, give me the thumbs up, <laughs> yeah. and get out of my house so I can all yeah. where you were standing. <laughs>
2: hey, yo, where's the craft service?
1: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you have a sandwich table set up before they go. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, my goodness.
2: And then um, uh, Tim and I um, have been in talks with the History Channel to do a show, um, kind of a Kind of a competition show about um, people uh, building, uh, fixing, remodeling something. You know, so you have teams that would compete uh, against each other doing those kind of things.
1: Oh, well, that would so be exciting! We're,
2: we're kind of, yeah, yeah. So we're in pre-production for that also.
1: That's really cool. Um, I was watching something with my wife the other day, and it was, uh, uh, you know, adults who who love Lego who have to basically build. Uh, structures out of Lego and it might be like, Oh, you have to build a bridge and it's got to span 15 feet, but it has to be able to hold like a hundred pounds. And uh, so it's very interesting seeing a lot of people who are just enthusiasts to, to engineers who are going out and building these things. So to, to
0: <laughs> Man, see, we did that in business school. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Right>? <laughs> so to, to see um, uh, a show that of course you've got the, the original uh, crew from home improvement to, to host a, a reality show about building things would be a, uh, that would be really exciting. Yeah, I totally watch that.
2: Me too. Yeah, I, I, you know, the, uh, one of the earlier um, ones is like building, or building or or fixing up a backyard barbecue, and, and uh, there's all sorts sorts of different parts about you know how you have certain um, things around the house that you can use to fix, and then. You know, if you make it better, if you add more power, there's more points there. There's uh, there's, a lo- there's a lot of... Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> there's going to be a more <laughs> power section. Powers, yeah.
1: <laughs> so will you yeah, be reprising yeah. your roles as Al Borland or are we going to be yourself? You know,
2: I will be kind of myself. Okay. I mean, the, I obviously, you know, anytime I'm with Tim, there is that relationship going to happen at, at some point, Yeah. you know, and, um, wh- you know, whether I lean into it or not, I don't know yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this yeah. is all kind of new territory.
1: Yeah, that's good. Well, I mean, if it, uh, you two had like that natural chemistry uh, originally, so I, I would imagine that it would be quite easy to, to slip in and out of that when, uh, when being together again. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so the other thing I wanted to ask you about is like, I mean, you, you've had so many different um, parts in the past and uh like uh, so uh, do you do you generally keep your beard
0: are, are you because uh, a lot, uh, of, the, a lot I, of the shots um, i
1: see you you still have your beard yeah is that like well, your iconic I, thing I, I
2: i have my um I, not, I don't have the full beard i have kind of the goatee okay uh thing going on uh-huh. um when i did family feud the first year of family feud they they really wanted me to keep the beard so people would know who I was for whatever reason. <laughs> yeah. uh, but then but then um uh after the first season they let me shave it off.
1: Okay. Okay. So are you a pro beard fan or is is it just like ah this damn beard it's it's made me who I am now? <laughs> or or people don't recognize know, me with I... this stupid beard. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: Well it's it's almost like I gotta I gotta keep it on <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: So I, I guess, like, so I, I, as a beard person myself, and and uh, you know, I I know what that the the ups and downs on the trials and tribulations of of having a beard, and maintaining a beard, and and then you get that no matter how well you do with your beard, you get really really itchy and stuff from time to time. Uh, do you is is it like the same for you? Like, do you like have that regular upkeep that you just eventually you're like, you know what, this is coming off. I'm I'm tired of it being dry and itchy. <laughs>
2: Well, you know, beard maintenance is something that, that has to be addressed,
1: mm-hmm.
2: obviously, because the skin underneath the beard will dry out, so you you have to use some type of a of a lotion or an oil to to keep that from happening, so you, you deal with it, um, and depending on, you know, my son uh, grows a beard, shaves it up, grows a, something else, shaves it off, he's like back and forth, back and forth. I kind of have had the same look for 30
1: years mm-hmm. in a weird way, so... Yeah. It's, uh, my, my children hate when I shave my beard off, it gets to a point where like I had a really yeah. good beard going and, um, it, it, it's actually getting to the point where it was fully soft and it was great. But deep down, I kind of looked at it. I was like, it's driving me nuts. Like I got to, it's taking too long to maintain. I'm starting to look like a, like well, how a hobo old are your kids? And, um, uh, my children are, uh, five and 11.
2: Yeah. Well that's, you know, that's a big change. Yeah. You know, when they're, their mother or their father changed their look yeah that's a, you know that's a big kind of thing that that kids uh well you know they can deal with it yeah and they deal with it in different ways <laughs> i remember when i shaved my beard off for an episode of home improvement we did it like second or third season in yep and i shaved the beard off and, and cooper looked at me and, and he didn't he didn't know what to say <laughs> I, for, well for one thing he was only like three Three or four, but I I don't think he liked it.
1: (laughs) My eldest daughter, the first time I shaved off my beard, she cried. (laughs) Like for almost a whole day.
0: (laughs) Who are you? Yep.
1: (laughs) I was like, no, 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 it's me, it's me, it's me. (laughs) Speaking of beard maintenance, if you really want to grow an amazing beard, you truly need to take care of it. Our friends at The Beard Struggle have the best quality products made from all natural ingredients. And best of all, they're made right here in Canada. With amazing scents, they'll have your beard feeling, looking, and smelling godly in no time. And with our special code, you can get 15% off the total of your order. Just go to www.thebeardstruggle.com and use code THEFAP at checkout. That's all capitals T-H-E-F-A-P for 15% off your entire order.
0: Good timing, too, because I think everybody's growing a COVID beard. Yeah.
1: Right. I mean, you know it, you know what the irony of that is, is everybody, every article you read about the, the COVID warning is men don't grow a beard and shave it off because there's a better chance of you getting it if you have a beard. And yet everybody I know is growing their beard in. <laughs> Yeah. Wow, there's a better chance because what, it adheres to beard to facial hair? Yeah, it's just just from a bacterial level and if someone did sneeze if uh the particulate would stick you, there's a better chance that you know you can cover your face or or you can wipe it but if it gets into the beard hairs that you might contract it. So. Wow. Yeah. So, Bummer. Yeah. Well, it, you know what, I'm not going anywhere so I'm, it's not a big deal for me. If, if anything I like I yeah, said we've... I shaved it off and I'm I can't wait to grow it back. Even my wife's like, "You nah, know, it's got to come back." <laughs> We've uh, we've been staying in, so we've we've been very good that you know, in, in that sense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, you you can't. Uh, you know, I I really love. I I know this sounds really bad, but I actually love this isolation thing. It hasn't really stopped me from communicating and talking with people from day to day. But the environment and the earth is getting so much better with people not being involved. <laughs> you know, like pollution in countries is is down by like sixty percent. Uh, you've got animals that are, are that were dying off or becoming repopulated again. Like clearly, we are the problem with this planet. <laughs> We've shifted into global
0: cooling all yep. of a sudden, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, except for I can't get a steady
1: yeah. internet to save my life anymore. <laughs> no. oh, so.
2: Well, it's also it's comforting to know how quickly the the uh, Earth can repair itself
1: too. Yeah, I mean, I, I think at some point the government's going to have to say, "No, we're doing this again." You know, everybody, you got to stay inside. We need to fix this earth if we plan on staying on it. Yeah.
2: Well, when, you know, when the price of gas went negative, Mm. you know, that really turned some heads. All of a sudden, instead of $30 a gallon, it was like $13.00. Negative $13 you had to, right, you had to right? pay somebody to take the oil
1: off your hands yeah. <laughs> so so that's, here's 10 bucks fill your tank get it get off my lawn <laughs> yeah yeah
2: i know we I were, mean, that's a that's a huge industry and a lot of people well uh were involved but it's also it's um unfortunately it's something that we're going to have to look at sooner or later
1: yeah it's it's true uh, you know I, I, for one, you don't want
2: to do it quickly.
1: Yeah. I, I, for one, I have to commute a lot to, to get to work. And, uh, when gas hit down to like 65 cents a liter, it blew my mind. I was excited. It was, it was like being a teenager again, because like, I hadn't seen, uh, gas that low since I was like maybe 18, 19. So it, it was yeah. like reliving my, I was like, who wants to go for a drive? Oh, we can't go anywhere. <laughs> so there was that complete <laughs> excitement and damper all at once. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for sure.
2: Um, best of times, the worst of times. I think exactly. they wrote a book about that.
1: Yep. <laughs> so I have one more uh, of your, your past uh, acting questions to ask you. And that is about all the, the buddy movies you did. The, so you did the air bud oh, and, and yeah. the snow buds and, and all these, these dog movies. What is it like doing a, a movie with like basically the star being a dog? <laughs> Well, the dogs are—you know—you're
2: in the scene a little bit with the dogs, but but not a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, or at least I wasn't. Um, but uh, it, it was fun, and I did them. I did them all in Canada. Uh, the first one I think was in Vancouver, and then I did one in Toronto, and then with the same company, I did another one with a monkey called MVP, Most Valuable Primate. Oh, right.
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yep. We were just talking about and, that.
2: Actually. And that was the. That was the same guys, oh, okay. um, of The same company,
0: yeah.
2: And um, it it was fun. The monkey was was interesting to work with because it was a you know a chimp, mm-hmm. a full grown chimp. And uh, we had this scene where I was supposed to um, bring the kids in, and they were going to have hot chocolate and marshmallows, and, and there was a bowl of marshmallows, and the chimp was supposed to put all the marshmallows in its mouth. Okay. And then you know it was kind of a side gag, but he wouldn't take the marshmallows. Oh, really? and you know this is like the f- fifth sixth seventh eighth take and he's not taking the marshmallow finally i i reach over and take a marshmallow and i see the 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 chimp get really interested it's like oh, wow. wow you know and <laughs> out of the corner of my eye i could see i could see his handler kind of tense up too <laughs> and so i you know i i kept eye contact with the monkey and i took the marshmallow and i ate it and the and the monkey was like oh oh uh, you know and and so he looks at the marshmallow he looks at me and he looks at the bowl and he gets a marshmallow and then he feeds me he feeds me the
1: marshmallow <laughs> you know it was really and, funny cuz uh, you know that monkey's probably looking at to look at that bowl of brushes like nah, that thing's poison and then looks at you like well he eats it no, then he's like is he going to die
0: <laughs> well the the
2: trainer said that 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 food is his is his food, so he could have attacked me. For oh taking yeah,
0: it. yeah. That's what, I, that's what I was thinking. He, he felt, felt that I was the right, yeah,
2: right. But
1: I had the beard, and I had, you know, I guess I was the alpha monkey in the
0: room. So
2: <laughs> he uh, he backed off.
1: That's awesome. I was gonna say that would be the worst <laughs> outtake ever. Richard <laughs> Card with a monkey strapped to his face, screaming. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, Get it off! Yeah. <laughs> oh goodness uh, you, you definitely uh you, there, there was someone watching over you that day let me tell you. <laughs> really yeah but i
2: think they took that take i think they used that
1: instead so that's great it turned out okay that's fantastic all right let's move to the next section of our show uh which is our rapid fire questions with maddie Jean.
0: all righty so <clears throat> we're gonna kick this off and uh you can pass if uh, if you don't want to answer it no problem um. So these are just uh, questions designed to have pretty quick answers. But if you take your time, you take your time. No worries. So question one. <laughs> so uh,
2: so basically, you're pro- you're 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 profiling me.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically. No,
1: yeah. we're not trying to figure out what your bank account number is. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, okay. Just social right. insurance number. Yep.
0: Um. <clears throat> What was your childhood
1: uh, dog's name? Exactly. (laughs) What's your mother's maiden name?
2: (laughs) Maiden name? Yeah. (laughs) What numbers do you like the best?
0: All
1: right. Here we go.
0: All righty. Here we go. Rapid fire question. What made up word would you register into the English language? Oh, wow. Um, uh, uh,
2: can I come back? Sure.
0: Yep. Okay. What's the scariest dream you've ever had?
2: Uh, scariest dream was, um, it, it was an anxiety dream and it was, it was soon after home improvement had stopped. And I had this dream where I robbed a bank and I get caught and I go, what the, Why was I robbing a bank? Why would I even want to do that? Now I'm going to jail, and I'm in jail. You know that was scary.
0: <laughs> yep. Why
2: did I get caught? <laughs> I, get caught? Yeah. I thought yeah. you were going to say Tim Allen was why building your house. <laughs> it makes no sense to me why I would
1: do that. That's, That's funny. funny. What superpower? Okay, my English word is had. strategery. Strategery. My word is strategery. Okay, perfect.
0: Okay, okay. And what does that mean? He doesn't have to define well, it. it. it we, we've never asked for it, definitions. It, it means
2: that um, you you have a strategy and you use it.
0: Yeah. Okay. I like it. Tea tree Yep. <laughs> Is it a Latin word? Can you use it in a sentence? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> What's your strategy? <laughs> really. Um, what superpower would you pick if you could? Oh, gosh.
2: I'm flying.
0: Everybody goes with flying. Interesting. Yeah, flying's popular. Yeah.
1: Yeah. What's your? Well, what's that your probably earliest... also oh, sorry, uh, coincides
2: ahead. with a lot of their their worst
0: nightmares too. Flying. Yeah. Or really? falling. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. What's your earliest childhood memory? A very very vivid
2: early memory was, and it wasn't really that early. I was five years old, I think. Mm -hmm. And I had gotten an ice cream cone at Disneyland, and I'm walking around, and I'm really happy, and then it just plops over. (laughs) uh, It fell off the cone, and I can can remember looking down on the cobblestones
1: and seeing my ice cream. It wasn't the happiest Uh. land after all. (laughs)
0: Which is funny because that reminds me of one of my childhood memories when I would sneak downstairs and watch when my older cousins were watching Eddie Murphy delirious. And he's like, You judge your eyes. You (laughs) judge (laughs) your (laughs) eyes. That's (laughs) right. Oh, Uh, good old days. um, What activity makes you the happiest? Golf. Mm -hmm. All right. Good one. Good one. I love golf too. Um, What foreign language would you learn? Or most like to learn French. 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 What decade? If you had a chance to choose a different decade to live in, which one would you choose?
2: A different decade to.
0: Yeah, like a different era or what? decade what? to live.
1: You to say, live, to live would you want to go back to the forties or the fifties, or do you like it now?
2: Um, I oh gosh, I I probably would like to go back to the eighties.
0: Eighties. Okay. Yeah, it was fun times.
2: Um, what's your go-to joke? Go-to joke. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I have clean jokes and I have dirty jokes. My, uh, my go-to clean joke is um, snail jokes. They okay. make me laugh.
0: All right. <laughs> I like it. Actually, I have a snail
2: joke about, about two teamsters.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Let's hear it.
2: <laughs> two teamsters are standing around. One looks down, sees a snail, steps on it. Grinds it into the ground, kicks it away, and the other guy goes, "Hey, what'd you do that for?" He goes, "That snail's
1: been dogging me all day."
0: <laughs> <That's pretty good.
1: laughs> well, now <laughs> I want to know what your dirty joke is. Oh, uh, wow! Well.
2: <laughs> no, I
1: I, had, I do have a joke
2: that that is a it's not an easy joke, it's, and some people don't find it funny at all. Uh, other people uh, get it, but it's not the easiest joke to tell. And I've, I've tried it many different ways. Do uh, you want to hear this one?
0: Yeah. Yes.
2: Okay. Uh, guy. Uh, and I said it in, um, I said it in, uh, Las Vegas. Guy lives in Las Vegas. Okay. He falls down the stairs and he breaks both of his wrists and he goes to the doctor. He goes, doctor, can you help me? And the doctor goes, well, yeah, that's what I do. He says, no, you don't understand. My, my, my wrists are broken and, 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 I, and I need help. I know. Well, you know, you'll, you'll probably have to do some rehab, maybe some um, some pins and all that, but you're going to be fine. He says, are you sure? Are you positive? Because I play golf. I play the piano. There's a lot of things I do. You're going to be fine. Are you positive? Are you sure? And the doctor finally goes, well, okay, it would suck if you were a magician. And the guy goes, why? Why would it suck if I was a magician? And the doctor looked at him and goes, well, wouldn't it?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. Uh,
0: okay, I can't Goodnight, wait good night everybody. invitation yeah. on the show. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I love it. That's great. You got us with it. It's good. Um what was the first movie that made you cry? Um Old Yeller. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Do you believe in aliens? Yeah. All right. (laughs) How how would you spend a hundred million dollars? (laughs) Extravagantly. Yeah, fair. That's the best answer you can give. (laughs) What exotic animal would you domesticate?
2: Oh gosh. I don't know if I'd want to domesticate a wild animal. Um I don't I don't know. I I I don't know.
1: Okay. That's fine. Mine's
0: giraffe. Oh yeah, that'd be really good.
1: I got a lot of high trees that need fruit. Okay. <laughs> <Anyways>. <laughs> yeah.
2: Okay, well if I have a if I have a hundred million dollars, then you know, I could domesticate something and let them, you know, roam in a very large area.
0: Yeah. Totally. Yeah.
2: So yep. I wouldn't that's feel cool. I wouldn't feel as bad.
1: Now you got all the
0: animals. So
2: that's <laughs> that's part of how I would spe- spend that hundred million dollars. All yeah.
0: right, perfect. That's good. <laughs> uh, what's your biggest pet peeve?
2: Biggest pet peeve?
0: Hmm.
2: Hmm. Mm. Um, I guess cruelty. People that are just cruel
0: for no reason. Yeah. Hmm. That's a good one. Hate that too. Yeah. What's the last thing you did just for yourself?
2: A couple of days ago, I drove uh, an hour outside of Los Angeles and played golf. Okay.
0: Because
1: they
2: had opened go. up golf courses out there, so and and I kind of did that for myself.
0: That's perfect. Good Best way you, to spend man. time, yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> what holiday would you erase from the calendar if you could? Erase. Mm-hmm. Yep. Gosh. Uh, Arbor Day. Arbor okay. Day. Yeah. Yeah. What do you do when you can't fall asleep? That so sucks. <laughs> I I I just lay there till I fall asleep. Oh, okay.
2: Yeah. I don't have I don't have that much of trouble falling asleep, but once in a while when it does, I just I just lay there and
1: force the issue.
0: Okay. Nice. Yeah. Nice. A brief soul. Just power through it. Yeah. That
1: nice. would drive me bonkers.
0: Carpe <laughs> DM. Yep. Uh what activity makes you totally lose track of time?
2: <laughs> Golf? Uh <laughs> Um, well, <laughs> golf. Yeah. But, um, I, I think, uh, doing a project around the house, Okay. you know, when uh, I, when I get into a project, I just, I just zone out and I don't realize how much time has
0: gone by a hundred percent. Yeah. Same. Especially when building Ikea furniture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 How much time were we arguing again? Honey? <laughs> 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 yeah uh, what's the best thing you've ever eaten?
2: I had a really, really good steak, um, in, uh, in Florida, um, a few months back and it was really, really good. And, and, and when that happens, you you realize, wow, you know, how, how bad it can be sometimes, but, um, um, that's, Probably what it was,
1: yeah. How do you that. like your steak?
2: That or a really good, really good piece of chocolate cake?
1: Mm-hmm. Are you like a medium rare kind of fan or a well done? Medium rare.
0: Okay, yeah. So Same. A
1: real steak truest. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
0: <clears throat> Man, my stepdad used to eat blue rare. Yeah, disgusting. I was just like, yeah, dude, disgusting. it was like slapping the cow in the ass and sending it out. Yeah. So, yeah, I had a friend. Well, I want to be able included. to
2: cut it instead of rip it. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, I, I can never get behind that. Yep. Um, have you ever had a crush on a fictional character? And if so, who?
2: Well, I, I got to tell you, Wonder
0: Woman. Uh, you know, uh, when
2: that movie came yeah. out a couple of years ago, yep. wow. I mean, every frame, Wonder Woman looked fabulous.
1: It's true. Yep. Yep. Fantastic.
2: Now, apparently, that's not really fictional because a real person played that character,
1: but, um, I don't know. She, yeah. she did a really she good it job. Too. Yeah. 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 She did a really good job uh, embodying the uh, the Wonder Woman character. So, you no, know, I'm giving that yeah. one to you because it was still yeah. really a cartoon character or a comic book character. So, no, you get that 100%. I'm excited to see
0: the okay. Wonder Woman. Yeah, actually. the, gonna the gonna one good. set in the 80s. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. So, Tony, who's your fictional crush? Ooh, that is, you know what? I'd, <laughs> Jessica Rabbit is too cliche.
1: <laughs> it's true. It's true. I, I know that was gently like a go-to, but man, there are, there are so many women in the comic book world that, uh, that you know what, and a lot of people say like, ah, oh, I'm going to go for TV or something like that. No, I'm, I, there's something about comic book uh, superheroines that are absolutely uh, fantastic and, and really get you. So uh, I, I think if you grabbed a comic book off the shelf and pulled one, I'd be like, eh.
0: <laughs> Mine was Kelly Kapowski. From really? Yeah. Oh, now I my re-
1: wife looks like her, kind of. Yeah, it kinda it's funny. true. It's true. Right? Well, I know mm-hmm. what you think of now. <laughs> now she does too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh There's like not even two episodes that go by that you're going to get yourself in trouble in this show, man. <laughs> <laughs> No, every time. Yep. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and the last question. Um, what is the favorite podcast that you've been on in the last 12 hours? <laughs> Freaking awesome. <laughs> Good answer.
1: Oh, you did so much better than Robert Wall. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's really funny, actually. So we actually have a question for you from Robert Wall. Um, he was our yeah. last guest on the show. And, and before I ask you the question, I have to tell you. So you two are from around the same era. And you almost had very, very similar answers that he did uh, on many of these questions, which is quite interesting. Uh, and, and especially when it came to, uh, domesticating animals and, uh, your, your, the, the show that made you cry, you both said old yeller. Uh, so it was quite, quite interesting, uh, how comparing a lot of those, but he had a very specific question that he wanted to ask you. And I have to paraphrase it because okay. it was a very, very long question. <laughs> and, and I had to kind of understand, uh, where he was going with this because I, I was, his question basically was, um, with a lot of the problems that are, that are happening in the U S Do you feel or would you agree with him that creating a form of draft now, not a military draft, but just a service draft um, for US citizens to have to spend one year with others from all over the country to do something for America would make America better? So so it could be like, you know, we've got to get 25 people from all over over all over America and you have to now be like planting trees together for one year or or you're going to be a forestry rangers for one year. But do you feel like that would solve a lot of America's issues? I, I don't know if it would
2: solve a lot of issues or create more, but I think it's a I think it's an interesting idea, I think you know um young minds at, at what age are we talking are we talking 17 16 18 um, yeah he didn't, he at didn't what age? put
1: an age that this draft would go into place but i think it it just maybe means all american citizens you feel like at some point in their life they have to serve this
2: yeah i think i think that would be you know communally um, i i think that'd be a great idea I, I think people would 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 fight that idea but ultimately, I think they would get a lot out of it.
1: Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know if it's just being a Canadian or if it's just a person being myself. I think it would be a fantastic experience, not only to just be able to see, uh, you know, to work side by side with people from from, uh, other areas of your own country, um, but just seeing like, not only do you, you form like a bond or relationship with new people that you've never met before, but also you've got people that are used to living a life almost kind of different from you, right? Like some people might be from an area that's very hardworking, but uh, very, uh, you know, impoverished. Or you could have people that are um, maybe horrible workers and, and and live the life of luxury. But either way, you're on level grounds. And um, maybe it, right. it makes it uh, easier to understand where other people come from you know once that that first month or two hump gets over and everybody stops whining about having to do what they have to do but tony uh, that
0: that awkward realization when you when you figure out well when it's not when it's not voluntary this is the the plot to the hunger games
1: (laughs) (laughs) okay fair enough (laughs) damn hunger games (laughs) sorry richard what were you gonna say
2: (laughs) I was going to say when when it's not voluntary, when you know that you have to do this, uh, you know, I think that there's a compliance a little bit more, yeah, of a, of a sense of okay, all right, let's do this. That's very interesting. Yeah,
1: yeah, excellent. Well, Richard, thank you very much for taking the time out of your busy day and uh, being on our show. You're welcome. Yes. Awesome. Enjoy thank you so much. <laughs> we loved it. Have a great day. You too. Thanks. Bye. 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 So this is a good time for us to pitch our social media. You could get us on our website,
0: thefap.ca. On uh, Twitter is the Fat Four. You can get us on Instagram is the Fat Podcast. Don't forget our Facebook, the Freaking Awesome Podcast, and uh, you can always reach out via email, the Fat Podcast at gmail.com. I'm
1: on the air, we on the air, we got this. Ah, uh, oh, not again! Freaking <laughs> wait!